offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. Cliff, it was like 80 to 20, Cliff. Oh, my God. 80-20, no, dog. He's not exaggerating. Um, I remember I had said on Twitter, like, someone asked me, because I sent a picture of, like, lower deck from our vantage point, and it was, like, mostly blue and white. And somebody was, like, 60-40. I was, like, I don't remember. It's probably 70-30. It may be worse than I that. I think it that was, was probably the worst it's been in any Cowboy game we've been to. That might be the worst I've ever seen, period. Yeah. From any game I've ever Even been worse been. than that Steeler invasion that one year. Yeah, the Steeler invasion was bad. But it, that was at best 50-50. This was a clear, yeah, clear, like a 75-25 split. Wasn't even close. Like one. Cockroaches in blue. <laughs> That's because they knew they were about to thrash us, though. Yep, they did. They knew. <laughs> Somebody said to me, once up the escalator, he turned back to me and was like, how does it feel to know you're going to lose? And what am I really going to say to him? Right. How we got this? No, I was like, huh, well, at least I'm drunk. So we see. I saw one man when I was going to the bathroom at halftime. He's like, I just want to let you know, the game is over. I said, man, get out of my face, young. <laughs> hey, Cliff, next thing you know, they score next drive right out the gate. I was like, oh, this motherfucker. Oh, man. This, yeah, man. This shit was rough, bro. Sucks, man. Mm-hmm. Because you know what really sucks? I think we just played the two best teams in the conference. So does that mean we're truly shitty or we're just not up to par with the upper echelon teams? In the it country? means they're going to be talking shit to us every day. Yep. yep. <laughs> yep. Every day. Bruh. Gonna, I think I, this, this, this might be the first time. I'm not even, I can't even say I was truly blown. Like Cowboys fans hit my phone up like, hey, you beat us. You're better what? than us. You're we better. fucking suck. So I, I don't even know what to say to them right now. Honestly. Hey, breaking news. Uh, Jalen Ramsey requested a trade. Well, what are we doing? No, you saw him in Marone, right? Sure did. But, Cliff, did you see how the two Bamas that were sitting next to Ramsey, how they reacted? Yeah, they, they like they about to swing on Marone. Yeah, Marone said some slick shit, dog. Yeah. Because that wasn't yeah. – they was like, whoa, coach. Usually they grab the player yeah. first. Like, that nigga, I don't yeah, know. because they pulled the coach away. That's nice. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Oh, yeah. one of the funniest things I saw on Twitter today was Diana Rossini was like, yada, yada, yada. I see Doug Marone's No, they lit her ass. Dog, Doug Marone <laughs> is from the Bronx. He, he knows my family, my brother's yada, yada, yada. He might want to watch his tone. Dog, they had a field day with her dumb ass for home, but <laughs> hey, somebody listen, was like, sorry, no you, Diana. But Doug Ramsey would watch you well, and your, yeah. your brother, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, little dumbass. You should have sat there and ate your food. That right. shit had me weak, What the hell are you talking about? Oh, Doug Marone about the mop. Jalen Ramsey. Like, get, you don't get you don't sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> right. I know <laughs> Jalen Ramsey's a little bit zesty. Bill Two-Piece is dumbass like, for the slick talk. What? Yeah, he definitely stopped the Jalen wrong. And he requested a trade, man. So well, what are we doing? What are we going to do? Hmm. <laughs> oh, our defense sucks, man. Well, you know what else sucks? The coaching staff sucks. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, after these two games, I think everybody's got to go. Yeah. Well, Thank let's you. start there. Let's start with the defense because, you know, we all hung our hat on the defense, thought that we could stay in some games this season because of the defense and through two games at least. I mean, I would say seven out of eight quarters or maybe six out of eight quarters of defense has been flat out bad. No two ways about it. You know, let me just – a few things. Eagles game after it was a 17 nothing lead. They go touchdown, touchdown, touchdown with two-point conversion, touchdown, field goal, kneel to end the game. That's how they ended the game on us. Yesterday versus Dallas at 7 nothing, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, kneel to end the game. So yeah. they're just not getting off the field. Nothing on us. Yeah. I, and I think I saw a stat today said something like they are allowing like over 60% of third downs to be converted. Like no team can win like that. Dog. Dog, you know what this looks like? Remember how that shit was with Hazlitt at the end? Yeah. It's just getting gutted left and right. <laughs> and it don't matter if it's third and 20. It doesn't matter. That shit's getting converted. Dog, they had 213 rushing yards. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Dak had four incompletions. Four! He had a field day against us. Dog, as much uh, shit as Cowboys fans, or I should say as Redskins fans, give Cowboys fans are saying Dak sucks. Dak is, has become a better quarterback. He seemed to turn the corner, and he had a field day against us yesterday. Oh, I'll tell yeah. you one thing. Dak doesn't struggle against us. What's his record now? 6-1, 7-1? What is it? Something we, like that, we yeah. Beat him. Like, we beat him. We haven't beat him yet, right? Well, no, we beat Dak. Oh, my we God. beat him last year. Oh, yeah, we, we, we got one oh, last shit, year. Alex. My bad. Yeah, my bad, one. Alex. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, let's let's talk about a, a little bit of things that we think are going wrong with the defense. I mean, I think we have to start with Greg Minuski. His playing calling is just too vanilla. Just straight up, he refused to blitz to show any different looks. And I, I guess he thinks he has the horses up front to just go four people rushing on passing downs. It's not working. You got so, to do something different. This nigga thinks we got Reggie White and our, fucking Lawrence Taylor out. Our own head coach today said the defense is vanilla. Well, coach, is anybody making a fucking adjustment at halftime? Because I don't see it. Yeah. You give up 213 rushing, 200, Cliff, <laughs> 213 rushing yards, dog. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's pathetic. And you can't just put it on no job and Allen. We have put a premium on the defensive line these past three years. Right. You can't just say, oh, well, the rush defense is going to be bad because John Allen's not here. We right. have other guys. We spent, we spent a lot of draft picks on this shit. Hey, man, this this is not a talent issue, man. This is right. coaching. Schematically, right. we're getting outcoached. We are getting outcoached. I mean, I won't put it 100% on Minuski because we're going to get to Josh Norman in a little bit. But his play calling is too just ordinary. And there's nobody in his ear saying, listen – I'm going to take over for you this half or I'm going to take the play calling from you this quarter or whatever because, I mean, for whatever reason, everybody with eyes can see that Minuski ain't doing right. Somebody I, has to step in and say, I, I'm taking over. And you know why I've noticed? Because I see lesser talented defenses than us Thank you. that Thank are far you. more productive. Thank you. So I know this has got to be scheme. Who the fuck the Bills got on their defense? I'll wait. Right. Like, Bills defense is good. People probably couldn't name five defensive players on that team. I know I couldn't. And usually we know I, I could not. Couldn't do it, Cliff. Couldn't do it. But they put players in position to make plays. Right. And it's the series. Look, they tried to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. So then why'd you bring him back? Yep. Why? At this rate, you would have been best off just naming Ray Horton or even, also, the, even the Ryan brother head coach. You I mean, really could have been out there doing the same shit 
that had us out here losing the fucking Blaine Gabbert. Yep. So it's the most basic three man rush, four man rush. There's no safety blitz. There's no corner blitz. There's no nope. stunt where you drop anyone to bring somebody else on the blitz. Mm-hmm. Everything is your most basic beat your man in front of you. Well, sometimes, coach, you got to scheme up something because maybe the offensive line is better than our D line. It's possible. Also, you can have the best D line in the league. That don't mean you don't blitz. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all right now. Brady gonna come over down here and torch this fucking basic cover two bullshit. Oh, it's gonna be a passing league for him. Forty he's, piece. He's going thirty for thirty three, four fifteen. Yep. Forty. And Tony Brunt's working in the end zone again. Easy money. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, that man season is about to be over very soon. Yeah, that 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 shit might go off the rails. <laughs> that about to be dead out here. I would be surprised if AB was on that field when we played them. Um. Yeah, the defense is not producing, but we got some guys we are cutting some checks to on that defense who are not giving us shit. Most notably, number twenty-four, the young twenty-four defense. Cole Holcomb, Cole Holcomb, Jimmy Moreland, like these guys. Clearly, you see them flash. Norman don't do shit out here except get his ass cooked. But even with those young guys, Cliff, you expect them to make mistakes sometimes. Exactly. We got a veteran making 17 mil a year, and he's making rookie mistakes. Basic cover three blown coverages. And I'm not blaming it all on Norman, but why Why are you always the one in the highlight chasing? Right, right, right. Always. Just get barbecue chicken. And if it weren't for that bad throw from Dak on that one to Gal, it would have been another deep bomb yesterday. Like, I don't even just, know what he was doing in that one. Like, he couldn't even find the ball. Like, what What exactly is Norman looking at? I, he I, I don't get it. He's just always out of position. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a thing where he's he trusts his his makeup speed a little bit too much. Or, I mean, he has to realize that, he, one, he never really had makeup speed. That's, yeah, that shit's gone. That's first off. That's a walk. He has to realize that he is maybe a little bit older. He doesn't have the, the physical capability he, he used to have, especially with some of these younger, faster receivers he's been facing these first two weeks. He has to do something to his game because he's getting burnt consistently. It's embarrassing. He's embarrassing himself. He's letting the defense down. I mean, early. Well, you give a 50-yard bomb to Devin Smith. Right and, out the and, gate. At that point, it's just like, well, here goes Norman again doing the same old shit. Your offense makes a drive. They get down the field, put points on the board. You got momentum coming. Even in a Dallas-filled stadium, we had a little momentum. Sure enough, we let them come out and throw a fucking bomb, seven seven. Like it's that's because your man is a thespian who plays football on the side now. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what this shit is with him. Oh my god, he is now. I'm gonna put him in the list of people who came here, got a check, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they had other shit they wanted to do with their life. Pretty much, and I'm cool with. Listen, man, do your thing. But well, I can't cut your checks anymore. Here getting cooked, but then you at the candy center on stage, bro. <laughs> hey man, 2020 is coming. His ass should be at the top of the list of getting chopped. Oh, yeah, you gotta get out of here. Here, yeah, I've, enough, man. Yeah. I've seen it. I know there's nobody out here to do worse than this. Yeah, I, I actually thought about today. I was like, what are the chances that if Norman has another bad game on Monday night against the Bears, that he just, I mean, not benched like flat out, but we're just limiting your snaps, bro. We can't have you out of here. 75 snaps a game on defense, giving up just three just blown coverages on deep passes. You're going to cost this game. You already probably have. Or maybe the front office can be grown-ups and they'll look to trade him along with Trent Williams. Trade him? Nobody Who the hell is going to trade for John? I don't know. Maybe someone will give us a box of candy. Clip. Get his ass up out of here. in the corner to get burnt? Shit. He stinks. 
Like, you know what's funny is he took some low-key shots at Torian Gray. Oh, he was doing that shit weekly. Right? Boosting Ray Horton. Oh, communication's better. Mm -hmm. Because you really the one out here, you would think you were an undrafted free agent. Getting flambayed. I mean, he was getting, who was that, Devin Smith? Devin Devin Smith. Bro, I haven't heard of Devin Smith since Ohio State. Mm Mm-hmm. He hadn't caught a pass in three years well, since 2016. There that, we have it. Is that really true? Come on, man. That's really that's really true. That, yeah. Oh my god. I thought we was playing against Ted Ginn for a second. Like <laughs> that <laughs> man had jets, bro. Norman just chasing. It's it's I don't know, man, but something's gotta change. Chances are yeah. it's not gonna be the personnel. So with that said, I don't know how many more weeks we can take of Minuski just looking like straight garbage. Like somebody's gotta do something. See, and let's get but see, this is where I'm coming from on this. I really think we just played the two best teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I think these are probably two of the top five teams in the league. All right. These teams are very good. Their offenses are very good. It sucks to say this shit out loud. Those yeah, teams right. are very good. I, outside of the Patriots, there is not another team we're going to play anywhere close to these those two teams, in my opinion. So you're saying we shouldn't hit the panic button, like Jay said. No, no time to panic. No, nah, we shouldn't hit the panic button. Let's... Talk to me at 11 p.m. next Monday. You know what I mean? Because Mitchell Trubisky come out here and like uh huh. I was I was going to it. I was going right to it, Cliff. Go ahead. <laughs> like if I see Mitchell Trubisky out here 25 or 29. That's a problem. 297. Mm-hmm. That's now. Nah, then I'm done. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get it on wax real quick. I don't expect Greg Minuski to finish the season as a resident defensive coordinator. I just don't see it. They tried to fire him in in February. They couldn't find somebody to replace him. When do you think he actually, uh, actually ends up getting that? But, Paul, think of that, last. We couldn't find something <laughs> to replace him. Nobody wants to work for this bum-ass organization? Nobody wants to work for fucking Bruce Allen. Oh, no. Nah, you know why they couldn't get anybody except the job? Because everybody you know everybody in this place getting fired. Right. They know Bama's <laughs> is on the chopping block. <laughs> so when they're like, yo, Greg Williams is trying to take his job, he's like, bro, they're firing all of y'all next For sale, sign up, and Gruden's front lawn. Right. All of y'all getting fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minuski, I don't know. I, I just, I'm like, I'm of two minds here. We, the Eagles game, I think the problem is we see the same, we've been seeing the same patterns with this defense. I Since the end of last year, Cliff? So, I'm gonna give him till mid seat. You got till after that Giants game. You, Ray Horton might be taking over because Gruden's in survival mode, man. Mm-hmm. He's in survival mode. But then again, is he even allowed to fire coaches? Right. Was he even in on the interviewing of the defensive coaches in the offseason? Right. We don't know. We don't know. I'm actually based on what we know about this dumbass org. I'm left to assume. <laughs> They were interviewing people for defensive coordinator positions. He was finding out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I found out we traded for Alex on Twitter. Right. <laughs> which is like, what? <laughs> All right, Corey, what do you think? I mean, I'm kind of with you, bro. I don't think Manusky's going to make it through the year. Um, but Cliff kind of made up a good point. When we get to that Giants game, if it gets to a point where the Giants are just running up and down the field, throwing the ball on us, his ass might get axed out of MetLife State. Right. We might, right. <laughs> If so, any Fowler out here, yeah, like nah. that's a problem, bro. Yeah. So be honest with you, I, I was thinking midseason, but that Giants game is key. So I'm gonna say I'm not even around that five long. week six. I'm not even giving that long, and I'm not saying that we should come out here and absolutely dominate. 
Mitch Trubisky because they have a good offense. And, you know, any quarterback with those weapons could do some things, but he's thrown 27% of his passes of interceptable passes or uncatchable passes, I should say. What it's is easily the worst down this season? Yep. No, I don't think so. I thought he threw one to Allen Robinson. I could be wrong, though. They scored a touchdown yesterday. Right? They scored their first touchdown of the season yesterday God in the third damn. quarter. Took them six quarters to score a touchdown. They have one on the season. Struggling. If the- Trubisky is a bum. <laughs> so if you come out here and give up a 127.5 passer rating to Trubisky <laughs> on Monday night, you're fired on Tuesday morning. Yeah, I, no, I'm you're right. In that. You're right. You know why you're right? Because, you know, we got some Monday night embarrassments. Mm-hmm. Right? And every single coach that we've had here under Snyder mm-hmm. outside has their Monday night shame and game where they get fired. And how is this game setting up? Yep. This game is setting up <laughs> for the, the fucking... A shit show. Let's just say it. Like, this is another Monday night embarrassment possibly on the way. They're going to be Big Bears fans there. Mm-hmm. Big Bears fans there. They're going to put up 30 points. Mm-hmm. Might see the 85 Bears defense Monday night. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Also, yo, we need to get to this offense because I'm about to rip our own line. <laughs> right, sure. Before we get to the offense, real quick, um, Montez Sweat. Um, it, it, it's funny to see people on Twitter already bashing the kid after two weeks of playing. Typical Redskins I mean, fan base. It, it's, it's, yeah, tri- it's very typical of us to be doing this already. But um, I, he doesn't look right. He looks like he might still be banged up. Maybe it's just the adjustment of being a rookie. You know, just you're, you're playing your second game ever. You're starting. And, you know, I, I don't know. He just – and he's – not for nothing. He's going against Jason Peters and Tyron Smith. Like, two of the better tackles in the NFL. Yeah. Also, he, much- was, he was slowed by an injury in camp early on. So, I mean, of course, it's going to take time for a rookie to adjust. But he was in on a sack that Kerrigan got credited for. Hey, got- My man ain't even flashing out here. He's not he even popping on the tape, bro. You're, like he is like nondescript. I don't see anything, right? I think that's my concern right now. I'm not gonna bash the guy and say he's not gonna work out. He ain't made a play yet. It's been eight quarters, man. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. You ain't even look like you're about to make a play out here. So we're not gonna give him credit for that. I mean, he almost had a sad yesterday that Kerrigan got credited for. Yeah, that, and, and y'all right, Jason Peters, Tyron Smith. I, I just think it's tough. We really have played two very good teams, man. Yeah, man, that's a tough matchup. These teams are good. Mm-hmm. And we're not. We're not. Like, how good are we? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know this. We are nowhere near top five in the league. You got to be a really good team to be a top five NFL team. Yep. When we played the top teams last year, when we played the Saints, they mopped us. 50-piece mopped us. And those are the level, like – the Cowboys and Eagles are at that level. Mm-hmm. So we got no shot versus those teams right now. Our team is just not ready to compete with those kind of teams. Agreed. Like, I think if you even had chance either either of these past two Sundays, you would have to get some sort of pass rush. Which has been I mean, non-existent. You, you, you have one sack through two games. Pathetic. Montez Sweat has not flashed at all. Kerrigan has one sack. And, you know, the, the interior guys – for as much talk as we said this offseason as uh, a continued development of these three guys and getting pressure in the middle, they haven't done it. Haven't done it. Well, well Payne had Payne had well, we gotta get Payne credit for the one. You know, that when Pack had I'll give Payne credit. I'll give Payne the tip pick, but, but you know I haven't what? seen ninety eight all season yet. Is Ionitis yeah. just Ionitis, I was just about to say that. Don't see him. 
What's going on? He's just like, seen you make one play. You ain't even, I don't even think I've thought about you during these games. Or maybe these offenses, yeah. these coordinators have figured out our defensive, our vanilla ass defensive package. They know how to set up these blocks. We're not stunting. We're not doing anything that's going to confuse the front. No, it's because I mean, Minuski got that Tecmo Bowl defensive I mean, playbook. <laughs> Corey, I hear you on that, but at, at some point, you need individual efforts. To no, actually, I, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Like, yeah, like these guys haven't done anything outside of pain that makes me look at the screen and be like, okay, he won that rep. He made a guy in the sack. He made up damn like a, a uh, tackle for a loss. But, you know, he, he splashed on that play. I haven't seen anything from the defensive line, for real, that, that gives me hope. No, I'm with you. No, I agree. I agree. All right. Let's get to the offense real quick. Um, listen, if I had told y'all in the beginning of the season that Keenan would start the season with five touchdowns, no picks, throw for 600 yards in a passer ring of 111.2, you'd probably say, I mean, maybe we are 0-2, but Keenum isn't, like, playing, like, the same old Keenum. He's actually, like, doing some things. Yes, he's throwing a few passes that could have been picked, but he's not the reason why the offense isn't as – He's not the reason why we're losing games, I should say. Dude, he, looks, he looks like Kirk. Decent. That's he what he is, Kirk. Kirk he's missed a few plays here and there, but hey. Just like Kirk. Yep. At least he has the balls to throw it up there, unlike Kirk. Yeah. Well, actually, I take that back. <laughs> Kirk <laughs> does have the balls to throw it up in the triple coverage and get it picked off. I take that. Like he's straight, he just <laughs> looks like he just have no run game. I know Trent Williams is out. Morgan Moses and Sheriff have been terrible. There are two worst linemen. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you look at the stats. Guys went for 10 for 18 last week. AP went 10 for 25 on Sunday. So the problem isn't the backs. I mean, losing guys suck. The problem isn't the backs. The problem at this point is the, the blocks in the front. They've been decent in pass pro. I'll give them that. Ken Mullen been sacked twice this season, I believe. Yep. Not bad. But the, the run blocking has been atrocious, uh, especially from the right I side, mean, which is disappointing. Moses, we knew, was struggling. Sheriff, to be like this in a contract here, is highly – The bigger issue, the penalties. This is like – Sheriff had three. Acceptable. Sheriff had three holdings, right? Yeah. Come on, man. Three holdings. Come on, yeah. bro. That's unacceptable. Him and Morgan Moses, you two are supposed to be the leaders of this line, man. Meanwhile <laughs> – how are y'all the two worst linemen on this team? You playing next to Eric Flowers, bro. But Penn and Flowers, you don't hear their names. Right. Because they're playing well. Like, I am severely disappointed yep. in that right side of the line. 100%. Spent a lot of money on y'all two men. Yep. Y'all out here just flags every play. You can't pick up a stunt for reasons I don't understand. I thought you two played together. Yep. You two have been playing together how long? Mm-hmm. Why? Struggling with stunts. Oh no! I don't know. You two have been the worst two players on our offense. Yep. And this ain't about Trent. Y'all have stunk. It's 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 really concerning. But they got they got it out for him. Nah, bro, you just hold everybody. I I I don't know what's going with Sheriff. Like I could have saw like you know whatever whatever with Moses. He's not really been playing well these past couple years. He always. He's been doing that little uh, false start move for the past like three years now. Mm-hmm. They're call- they're calling it more now, I guess, on him because people are hard looking out for him, getting that little half second for, uh, head start. Sheriff with the, with the holdings and, and the penalties is what's going on with you? You're in a contract year. You're our best lineman. You're a Pro Bowl caliber talent, and you're out here playing like ass. You're the 
you are the second best guard on the team on a team with Eric Flowers. Think about that for a second. Eric Flowers, and Eric Flowers just started playing guard, man. Just started playing guard, man. Our biggest concern on the O-line coming in, all we talked about was Flowers is going to get his ass washed. <laughs> Penn is filling in at thir- age 36, 37. We don't know how, how he's going to look. But we're in here talking about our pro bowl right guard and our right tackle who have just completely High, sit highly down. paid right tackle. It's unbelievable. Everything that we yeah. thought we could count on leading into the season is doing the opposite. Right side of the Listen, line. Morgan Moses, he's not good. I've decided you're, you're not good. You lead the league in penalties and you stink. Should we bring back the bum list? Oh, we're you put his ass on. We're going to queue it up because Moses will be starring, has a starring role in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then why you? Right. And then you had to be like, well, you know, AP, you know, he should have been out there. He says, but you weren't going to block for him any fucking way. Well, Moses also took the time, Cliff, to call out the fans today. Oh, we would have wished we had more home fans. Motherfucker, I wish you would stop holding. <laughs> you worried about me sitting in the stands with 60,000 Cowboy fans. Why don't you stop holding for one series? Then we'll show up. This isn't also breaking news to Morgan Moses. I mean, he's been here for six years, right? He knows the home stadium sucks. He knows the home field advantage ain't there. Why are you choosing now to bring it up? You stink. You figure out what the fuck is going on with you, Morgan, and then you start playing better, and then maybe we'll show up. No, but let's get back on the fans. Well, we know, we would love more support. more support. I would love you not to hold, Moses. <laughs> you know how to support y'all bum asses, man? Like, come on, man. The last time y'all pulled this shit with all that fan stuff, we came out to the Houston game. Our quarterback damn near lost. <laughs> I was going to say, you got my fucking quarterback's leg shredded. <laughs> I told Corey this yesterday, man, leaving the stadium. I looked at him and I very serious and very earnest. I was like, dog. I'm not spending another dime on these Bamas. Not one more dime on these Bamas the rest of the year. I'll go to Miami because it's Miami. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take my nah, I'm warning out there you know, on next Monday night to see a stadium 80% of orange and blue and see all get mopped by Mitch Trubisky. Guys, no way. Guys, remember when the Lions circled us? Remember that shit? <laughs> the Dolphins I'm got telling it. y'all right now. Dolphins <laughs> got us circled. Hey, I can hear Brian Flores now. Hey, team, the Redskins are coming in. We're going to whoop their ass. That, look, Dolphin Stadium is going to be lit like they in the AFC Championship game, bro. They know they got a W coming when they play us. Listen, listen, mm-hmm. as an aside, I know we spoke about this on the last podcast about the Dolphins. These Bamas are putrid. <laughs> if we lose to them, I may not watch another game the rest of the season. I, that's real talk. I'm just, I'm saying, I would not be surprised if we lost to them, bro. I wouldn't be surprised nope. either. Nope. Nah, they're a JV team. I know I got clowns calling Well, you back. know what else they is JV, Paul? Greg Minuski's fucking defensive scheme. Kenyon Drake come out here run for 200. Like, Easy. Get us gutted. Fucking Albert Wilson turning <laughs> past Josh Norman. <laughs> Look. Oh, they lost 43 nothing yesterday. They lost 59-3. to three. Was it the night the week before? Then, bro, they're 20-point underdogs versus the Cowboys this weekend. 20-point mm-hmm. underdogs. That's like Oklahoma versus McNeese State. 20 well, Points. But when they play us, Vegas is gonna be like even. <laughs> <laughs> that joke gonna be a straight up pick. Pick them. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame them. Oh shit! We, I we really worried think, about so. that game because we would do that. Yep, I can already see it happening. <laughs> if we lose to Miami, the turnip at Live is gonna be super depressing. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> <be> faded, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
God oh, damn. Shit, man. All, right. All right. Let's talk about Terry McLaurin, the brightest spot on the team right now. Easily. Let me tell you all. So he's on the list right now of the best two-game starts by a rookie wide receiver ever. Right now he's fifth on that list in the first two games ever. On a list that includes Anquan Bolden, Stephon Diggs, Randy Moss, and DeAndre Hopkins. That's pretty damn impressive for a rookie who didn't even play in the preseason. Oh, this kid is a dog. Everything about him yeah. is a dog. Like, I was telling somebody at the bars today, this draft class mm-hmm. is going to – first draft class is that it's going to go down as our best draft class ever. We we got one more piece to see. Right. There's, like, one guy left. Mm-hmm. If if he is good, this will be our best. <laughs> it could change that. Be trouble, could... trouble. <laughs> yeah. This is like a franchise-changing draft yeah, class, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. That kid is a dog. He is special. On the field, yeah. his attitude, all the, everything about McLaurin is what this franchise needs. You need like, I'm, like that. How the fuck did he go round three? How the fuck did we end up with him? Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's the better question. Like, Listen, no, I think we had, like talked about how we didn't, weren't sure if McLaurin was a – X, if he's a like a starting type one receiver, yeah, he's, he's that everything. So he, yeah, he was filling out the slot yesterday. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, I'm like blown away by how good he is. Yep, it's weird because we've never we ain't drafted a receiver worth a damn pretty much our whole lives. Yep, we talk we talk about all the time receivers that we draft that just end up washing out here from the, the West Dawson to. The Taylor Jake, Rod Gardner, to Rod Garner, to Corey's man, Hankerson. Like, it's just like, guys, <laughs> Hankerson had to throw a shot right there. But the guys who drafted receiver, they never pan out nope, here, ever. ever. It, it probably has been that way since, like, Art Monk, Ricky Sanders. I, I can't remember the last guy we drafted here that had a good, productive career. Everything and about it's, it's, it's early. Mm-hmm. It's early. But he seems like he's a real deal. Everything he does, it seems like. Yeah, this kid gets. He's a pro, man. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He says the right things for his game on the field. He runs Chris routes. It's just like, again, how did he end up here? I, I, I just don't know how we got catching the ball. We traffic. We thought that guy was going to be a special teams player. Sure did. No, nah, bro, you might be like a wide receiver one mm-hmm. already. That's a beautiful thing. You were going against, yes. like he went, he was going against a good corner. Cliff, Byron Jones was following the whole game. He know what to do. Literally was following from side to side. Like, I'm like, damn, it's his second professional game. I see Byron Jones, like, he's, he's following McLaurin. I'm like, what the hell is going on out here? He went from, in, in eight days, he went from a completely unknown entity to a guy that's getting tailed by number one corners and getting safety mm-hmm. help in eight days. Oh, you better have that safety help. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he'll, he'll cook your ass. He mentioned in his press conference, he said, yeah, I see they tried to do an adjustment. They were trying to do press coverage on me. Because he's like, you know, I'm used to it. They used to do it at Ohio State. And several ways I could beat it off the line. I was like, thank you, you're on my team. Because <laughs> there, there was actually a throw that Keenum, like Keenum just didn't have the arm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember that play. Like, it was down the field. It, he wasn't wide open, but a, if you had a quarterback who had a lot of arm talent, they probably could have hit that throw. Like, and when that throw happened, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, the backup, yeah, 
he would have made that throw. Mm-hmm. He, McLaurin is fucking good. I mean, we could all yeah. it, the few we could be hopeful because obviously Haskins and McLaurin played together in college. They got a connection, so that's something that we can look forward to with this shitty ass team. Also, you know right. what it tells me a lot about Haskins? Mm-hmm. He said he always looks to throw the ball to McLaurin. Sure and does. And that shit, I was like, I mean, I guess I mean, y'all must be boys or something. <laughs> Not throw it to him because he's nice. Mm-hmm. Real deal, he man. Cooked. Real deal. Yeah, man. And, and he's only getting started, man. Yep. A, t- a guy like him, you know that he's the type of guy who is always in the film room. Yep. He's going to work on his craft. He's only getting started. Yep. He's going to start cooking. Like, really. He cooking. is a pro, yeah. man. He's a pro. Yeah. I like what I've seen from Quinn, too. Uh, who did he mix up yesterday on that third down? I forgot who it was. That might have been Heath's bum ass. It was, you talking about the one where he converted. He called a crucial fourth down play, too. Yeah. 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 On that slant. No, he had one on the left sideline. It might have been a third down or fourth. It was. It was down, third eight. Fall. They do yeah, fall. Third, I remember. Third down. Yep. I remember, yep yeah. I remember that third eight. No, I, I like him. He's, he's, uh, I don't know how many balls he's going to catch this year with this team. But I think we have our slot receiver. I think he's the real deal. Agreed. Too. And, you know, one of the issues our receivers had last year, after the catch, useless. No yeah, Cliff. None. Catch it, fall down. McLaurin, because ACL, Brad, was that Bradham? Mm-hmm. Yep. Was yeah. damn knee out. out mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We could already, right, compared to the, uh, what am I trying to say, the receiving core from last year, we've already found two pieces that we didn't have last year. We got an outside receiver. We got a slot receiver. So, even with this 0-2 start, we got some positives as far yeah. as the is concerned. Yeah, no, they're definitely – that's the weird – like, that's why it's just weird. Like, these two games felt like inevitable losses. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think more so about the teams we're playing. But then we're going to find that out. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some things to be happy about. hmm It's just – there's some guys that are disappointing us that yep. we did not expect to disappoint us like this. And that O line, this is unacceptable, man. Yep. Agreed. Those two, this yep. is not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, I, we'll, we'll figure it out, man. I mean, uh, well, we better figure it out. We're Khalil Mack is coming. No, listen, the, the thing is, we, <laughs> I think all of us, minus Corey, I don't think Corey had us losing yesterday, did you, in our pregame, our pre-season prediction? No, I had us winning yesterday. You had us no. winning, okay. The losses have been kind of, like, crazy, and it's been, like, tough to see. But I knew we were losing these first two games. I knew we would start 0-2. I probably didn't feel as good about the Bears game as I do now, now that I've seen Trubisky showing his true colors and proving me right that he's a bum. So, I mean, you're going to get Reed back at some point, I hope. Eventually, right? You sure? Um, maybe you can only hope. Maybe Jonathan Allen's back this week as well, right? Uh, you get some good news about Moreau. You get some good news about Dunbar. Right, well, let, let me cancel that because they already said Dunbar is looking look real doubtful. Moreau has a better chance of playing this week than Dunbar. I heard. I heard that on um Philly's podcast. in our injury list is like twenty dudes. Man. I have a bad feeling about Dunbar, Cliff. I think this is the same injury from last year. They just not. T- well, they just not telling us. Well, it's time for from row to play then. Yep. Because he this year three for him. It's really a a put up a shut up situation for him because he was barely playing his rookie year last year. I mean, I know y'all said he was fine in the slot. I said moving back to the outside, and now that looks like what it's going to end up being mm-hmm. because Moreau. Um, sorry, not Moreau. 
Moreland's going to be a slot corner moving forward. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Dunbar, you need Monroe to play on the outside, yep. especially with Norman not playing so well. Because eventually, if we're if we're keeping a stack, if Norman keeps playing like this, if you get Dunbar healthy, it might be Dunbar Moreau on the outside with Norman sitting on the bench because he's just not playing well. But not until Dunbar is back 100% healthy. Or I'll, 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 I'll raise you another stack. It might be a situation where you're replacing Dunbar and Norman next season. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Trust me. I, I've already said that we need two new corners next year for a, a lot of reasons. I, I don't like Norman coming back. And, I mean, Dunbar, I mean, there he's nice, I guess. But can you improve? Yeah, of course you can. You can do better than Dunbar. Sure you could. Sure you yeah, could. Also, you, you're not on the field, son. Yeah, I was going to say, playing. the biggest concern I feel like right now is Dunbar is his nerve injury. Because if, if this is the same injury, this is a problem. Yeah. That might not ever get right. Yeah. No, I hear you on that, 100%. It's just weird that it starts swelling at practice last Wednesday mm-hmm. with, with no provocation. It just happened. Yeah, my knee's swelling. I'm out for three weeks. Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gruden looked back like, nigga, what? <laughs> I, almost, no, I sort of feel like Jay might be at that point where he's like, man, Fuck it. fire me. Yep. Every day I walk past the trainer, he got a new name. I'm like, when did he get injured? <laughs> hey, what's Steve Smith saying, man? Oh, he said that man trying to get fired. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. This man might just be like, you know what, man? It ain't gonna work I'm out. I'm just here. gonna get up out of here. I'm gonna collect these checks, and in January I'll be somebody else's offensive coordinator. And hey, that's probably you remember a good he said, for him. You remember he, said- he needs me somebody's offensive coordinator. He's not a head coach. He might be just like, dog, why didn't you fire me in January? No, <laughs> <laughs> you remember Gruden said he wasn't running that eye formation 55 times. Right now, he's like, you know what? I know they plan on firing my ass, so fuck it. We're going to run whatever plays I want to run, and we're going to see what happens. We get our ass smoked, fuck it. They fire me anyway. What's the problem? Our, the injuries, it's defeated this man. Yep. This job stressed that man out so much, he he, he had to start wearing glasses. No, it's week two. It looked like that man beat <laughs> through hell, bro. Yeah. I feel I, I sort of feel bad for him in a way because we haven't had any luck mm-hmm. since he's been here. Jay's been one of the few coaches to kind of keep the ship afloat, you know, while being a head coach under Snyder. I'm going to tell you right I now. I think he's uh, – he's, he, <laughs> He's hit, he's hit the wall, man. I think it might be right. Yeah, I think the job is broke that, man. Yep. This job breaks people. Hell man. yeah. <laughs> sure does. That shit had Mike Shanahan out here leaking shit to the press. My man Mike Shanahan was so broken by this job, he still talks about us. <laughs> Every Wednesday on Warm Radio. <laughs> right. Mike Shanahan. And up next, we talk about the skins debacle, Mike Shanahan. Right. It's like, what the fuck is he still doing around here? Then... His son hates us with a passion, right? Kyle hates us with a passion. Kyle, Kyle plans on coming here later in the year and putting forty on us. And fucking mocking us. <laughs> right. We just we burning bridges up. left and right. Yeah, it's even like worse now because we already didn't trade cousins to the Forty ers when they asked. Mm-hmm. Now, when Joe Staley goes down, here we go, and we could potentially trade Trent Williams there and get some compensation. Yep. Why would Kyle do business with us, or why would Bruce? Stop being stubborn and 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 back off his stance on that. Yeah, he's not what the fuck is going on there? What is going on with that? Trent ain't coming back, man. I'm, I'm on. Trent's the, not coming back. I finally hit the. I know he ain't coming back, fellas. I'm with you. It's over. Nah, they need to trade back. him. Cut the bullshit and make the move. 
That nigga's gonna retire. And we're and we just look stupid. Yeah. I don't know how uh Bruce and Dan and whoever's in charge of making those decisions looks at what happened these past two weeks and just doesn't say to themselves, now's the time to trade him. Like if he comes back, it would push you from five wins to six. Whoop de do. Nah, Paul, Paul, listen, man. These some stubborn ass people, man. Yep. Like I think about that. You think they're about to let Trent force them to trade him? These people seem stubborn as shit. That quote is etched in my brain. They compared us to the Trump administration, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like that is etched in. Okay. I've never heard somebody make that comparison before that who who had said that i forgot who said it it was one of those anonymous quotes oh it was an anonymous mm-hmm. scout like, it was yeah. one of them leaving no. yeah no that's terrifying mm-hmm. it really is Listen. because just to say that we're bad we're dysfunctional whatever that sucks compares to the trump administration that... yeah we're we're fucking shit bruh and then <laughs> remember what he said when they asked him about the name Put that shit in caps. <laughs> you ain't about to make me change a damn thing. So if you think they about to let oh, Trent make just, oh, you about to, I want to be traded because we <laughs> trade them. They were probably like, Trent, you not going to play football. Or are you going to play football here? Dog, Dan look right in the fucking camera, Cliff said. You could put that shit in caps. Change <laughs> the name. Put it in caps, motherfuckers. That's crazy. So remember, write down, take a picture. I don't. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like that's really how Snyder probably is. Hey, but they're lunch. No, they're lunching though. It, to what end are y'all trying to be stubborn for? But that's the thing. He's, he's not missing these game checks. Trent's a very rich man. He'll play football again. If he's made up his mind, he's never going to play here again. Then y'all are just being flat out stubborn yep. for the sake of just being. That's petty. all it is. That's all it boils down. These some petty dudes. Cut, but. Be a good organization, cut your losses. But I, Cliff, I was telling Paul yesterday, nobody's going to listen to uh, Bruce Allen or the individual that's in Dan's ear is Bruce Allen. So with that said, Dan don't trust nobody else around the league. And everybody's talking about yesterday about fire Bruce. Something's got to change. You got to fire Bruce. If we know Dan's not going to trust anyone other than the people like Vinny Serrato or Bruce Allen, I think we kind of got to get off this Bruce Allen situation because he ain't going nowhere. That motherfucker is going nowhere. So the best bet, you hope the quarterback pans out because, again, front office is not changing. Yeah. We're going to get a new coach, but nothing else is changing in that front office, period. I disagree with y'all. All right. I mean, I, I've already let y'all know my stance on that. I think once that stadium deal gets done, Bruce is out of here. I'm going to tell you right But now, now, second before. I know Dan Snyder was in FedEx sick. Sick. Cowboys fans everywhere. Yeah, right. He was probably counting up them concession sales, like, Ooh, look at them beer sales. Ooh, look at them. Nah, nah look at the lines of the concessions. Mm-mm. No, of course he's pissed. But let me ask you this. Why the hell do you think he fired Brian Lafamina? Because he was honest about the waiting list. He knew that the third-party ticket sales were down because they were making an effort to only sell them on the team website. There was just a, a distaste in Dan Snatter's mouth that he couldn't just see a stadium packed every Sunday. Well, what the about stadium. this? If he cared, he would... What if Bruce? What if Bruce is the one that told Dan we don't need Brian Lafamina? Oh, that's probably definitely. Dan, get him out of here. No, I got this under control. We, we don't need that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But Dan, but Dan has the power to, to veto anything 
Bruce Elton's. Who signs your checks? But that goes back to what I said. He only trusts people like Vinny Serrato and Bruce Allen. Yeah. He only trusts Bruce. That's what, he basically put Bruce in charge of everything. They said Dan don't got many friends across the league, bro. He, he's not open to, it, you know, trying new things, like pulling people from the Patriots organization, for example. Exactly. So when, when they come with that Colts game last year, week two, and they see a stadium that's 45% full, the entire upper deck is empty, and there's just like a spattering of Colts fans. I mean, they're out there, but it was, you know, it was a good Redskins crowd. It just was empty. He wants that stadium full. He doesn't care who's there. Oh, no. That's the main reason why I thought they, they ran Brian Lockett out of here. They compared us to the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean? That means you're going to come up with an excuse for why anything's happening. Exactly. That's half empty. He's probably just like, well, that's because we need a new stadium. And you don't forget when Bruce is like, oh, the fans, they'll be back. They're just, they're just frustrated. Right. What, right. motherfucker? Frustrated. <laughs> But you, and you know what's weird? Like the last three seasons, they have not been. This has not been that rough the last three. Years, nope. Right? On football team wise. Mm-hmm. The problem is now the other two teams in our division are Super Bowl contenders. Yep. We are about to fire this coach. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is going to work here? Mm-hmm. Who? Who are you going to hire? <laughs> Who the fuck is going to want to work? They're going to be like, who's the GM? Oh, we don't really have one. Who runs the finance side? Bruce. Who run, Who's the GM? Bruce. Who sessions? Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is one of the most disliked people in the league. They ain't going to be calling all these coaches. You're going to be getting the wrong numbers and shit. They're like, the number you have reached is not. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's coming here, bro. No. We, okay, we got Haskins, right? We have this mm-hmm. young kid, Warren. Mm-hmm. When you close of this coaching staff, who the fuck are you going to get to coach this team? <laughs> who? That's why, that's why all signs point towards somebody like Kevin O'Connell because, one, he's in-house. He's already here because nobody else on the outside is going to want to come here. So Hell. your best bet is just to hope that O'Connell works out and he finds a defensive coordinator like uh, McVay has, like all our other Redskins coaches that left. Though I saw a crazy Saturday on Twitter, Paul. Please help me with this. I think it was Shanahan, McVay, and maybe LaFleur, both all are 2-0. and All former yeah. Redskins coaches are 2-0. All 2-0. Right? But they said all those young guys went out and they found defensive coordinators to help with, you know, obviously defensive side of the ball and helping the new guys get – the new coaches get adjusted to, you know, leading teams and shit. Our best hope is hoping that that situation happens with Kevin O'Connell because, like Cliff said, who the fuck is coming here to coach? Who the hell would come here? Oh, I don't even get to hire my own staff. Bruce is going to hire everyone. Oh, you mean when we make a trade, you're not even going to tell me? I'm going to find out on On Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, I I really don't know where the next defensive coordinator is going to come from. If If Bruce is picking them, then I don't trust them. I, I, I all know that for sure is that if Bruce is hiring the next guy to lead this defense, it's more of the same. Mm-hmm. Because all he does is hire his buddies. Yep. His drinking buddies. <laughs> Fuck, man. Bruce Minuski probably knocking back a few cores lights right now. Like, that's what makes me sick about all this. Those <laughs> other, we just got mopped by the Eagles and the – I hate those two teams – 
so much. Mm-hmm. Fans don't ever shut the fuck up. Yep. We are at the point where Cowboys fans can say whatever they yep. to us. You can't say shit to them. Walk into our stadium and be like, you know you're about to lose, right? And you can't even respond. Come in there and just look, look at straight face like a bitch. Just so like, you know how I wanted to smack all dog shit out that dude that said that shit to me, dog? <laughs> I'm looking at... <laughs> hey, Cliff, you know I'd be oh, blood already boiling. We just get to have, oh, you know y'all gonna lose, right? I want to be like, you motherfucker. It was 14-7 at that point. Yep. And they had no doubts they were gonna win. Yep. I had no doubts that they were gonna win. I was in that zone just like, fear, fear man. Fear, no, please. Listen, <laughs> I, think, I remember halftime of the Eagles game. I was like, Corey, we're about to get a stop. We're about to come out here. These dudes about to go up and down the field. We're not going to understand what the fuck is going on. Yep. What ended up happening? The Eagles had the ball for like 27 minutes second. Mm-hmm. Just up. Could have. They would have kept scoring. We could have played eight quarters. They probably would have scored 200 points. Yep. Same shit happened yesterday. I, I uh, read something about the second and third quarter yesterday. I, I guess the Cowboys had scored that first touchdown to make it 7-7. They scored again to make it 14-7. We had three and out. We kneeled on it. Then the Cowboys had them scored again. So they scored 21 points. We had four plays total. And I think like it was like a like a 250 yardage to like negative two, like comparison in yards for that like six minute span of play. Unbelievable. Like, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just all around bad, man. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. All right. All right. So let's let's finish this out by talking about our level of expectations moving forward. We had said previously, me and Cliff both had 0-2, Corey had 1-1. We know that the two teams we played were really good. And we maybe had played it, – it's been weird because the defense has been bad and the offense has been decent. And I think anybody would have guessed it would have been the other way around. So on a scale of 1 to 10, where's your panic level at this point? 1 being not the panic at all, 10 is DEFCON 1, fire everybody. I'm going to say I'm around like a – <laughs> I guess I guess we're around like a six seven ish. I have to see what we do, what the defense does against Trubisky Monday night. Yeah, kind of like y'all said earlier. If that shit goes off the rails next Monday night, and we see Trubisky looking like Peyton Manning, then it's 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 time for maybe some heads to get chopped. Shit, let me tell y'all right now, Trubisky come out here and light us up. You, we better be ready for zero and five. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like. <laughs> We will be 0 5. Yeah. Pretty certain of it. Patriots, <sighs> Patriots going to come in here. It's going to be a home game for them, too. Oh, 100%. A beat the living hell out of us. Yep. Patriots going undefeated, by the way. Booming. Mm hmm. I'm with you. Like 17 0. Yeah. 17 0. It's not like the best. Defense. They can do it. Their defense is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brady's playing better than he ever has, and he has weapons galore. So, I mean, weapons. we'll see what happens with AB, but. Yeah. Don't even need AB. Still loaded. But they don't really care. Like, will they suspect? Who knows? I know they had two murderers in their huddle, and they didn't seem to care about that either. So, um, <laughs> bro, He's like, murderers. what the fuck, Bill? You gonna answer the questions? He's like, I already addressed this situation. Already addressed Moving it. on. Like, they don't, they don't. They don't give a fuck. They just already trying to get these Ws, bro. Yep. So they're going to come in here. Remember, when that year they went 17-0, didn't they beat us like 52 nothing? <laughs> right? Am I right? Yeah. Well, it's about to be another one of those coming. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. They mopped the shit out of us that year. 
Yeah, they beat the shit out of us. I, I want to say it was like 52 3. It, de- they definitely I, put I think 52 10. They definitely put 52 up on us. Um, you know, my concern, I'm at like a five. The defense, though, this is a 10. Yeah. Y'all not stopping anybody. Period. Not stopping anybody. Can't count on them. I, I did not foresee this coming. You, yeah. This is like pathetic. Mm hmm. You got De- Devin Smith caught his first pass. Three. Of course, it was versus you. Right. Of course, it was versus us. Mm-hmm. Reed Cohen about to run up and down this fucking field next Monday night. Field night. <laughs> Trick plays, gadget plays. He's going to be just like all over. You the know, they're going to fake punt us early. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh. The levels to which Nagy is going to outcoach Minuski is about right. to be crazy. Like, right. it's going to be. Like watching Mr. Miyagi versus Grasshopper, like out here. Let's keep it Ain't hard to outcoach Minuski. No, not at all. I'm waiting for for Ryan for uh, Rob Ryan to grab a clipboard and just say fuck this shit. Let me do this. Oh, you know, I guarantee you, they got a, there's a group chat <laughs> that doesn't include Minuski among those defensive coaches. They get on that man's scheme all day long. <laughs> Rob, like I don't know what he's doing. I don't- <laughs> Like straight up, you know they got a side chat that don't got Minuski in it, and they just like, no, oh, this motherfucker is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right, uh, I guess I'm at like a five-two right now. Uh, if if Trubisky comes out next week and, and is throwing darts, then I'm gonna bump it up to like a nine. I didn't think we'd win these first two games anyway. I'm disappointed in the way they played, but the season isn't over. I mean, do I think it's a playoff team? No, I don't. I think this team is a five-win team, six-win team, probably, you know? But you have eight days to, to get this shit sorted out. Uh, you might get a few key pieces back. Can you get to two and two before you play? Can you get to one and two before you play the Giants? Yeah, let's get on the board first before we start saying two. Right. Let's can we, can we just win a game? Yeah. Can we put a productive 60 minutes together and get a win versus a team? That is great defensively, but might be the worst team offensively in the league right now, as of right so now. So I can you do? That? I can just see a lot of highlights. You know how Monday Night Football when they going away from game breaks, I just see Khalil Mack running right past Moses and just fucking yeah. cleaning him up running all past, night long. Not gonna be able to run past him when he when he's holding you. <laughs> it can, it may get ugly, but like you said, the team needs to figure out a way to get to one or two. Play sixty minutes. Yeah. Listen, man. I think I had us winning when we started this originally. I think I had us winning this Bears game. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen anymore. We're not going to be able to block these guys. Nope. That's sad. Yo, you ready to jump a chip? <laughs> look, man. People, have, people no, there were people going on there talking about we're going three and thirteen, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, true. Just going on TV. Oh, oh, Washington. I think I got him about two, three wins. <laughs> with no problem. Matters, Rest as the second year? highest. One to 15. Oh, shit. Going into the season, Football Outsiders had us at the second highest odds for the first pick of the draft. Mm-hmm. Behind the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. That's what, that might be the reality, people. So you're the worst non-tanking team in the NFL. <laughs> yep. Basically what people are out here calling us, dog. Yep. Pretty much. And the, and. That's why I was getting so worried going into the year because all the football people whose opinion I respect 
all said we suck <laughs> to a man. Every single one of them. Washington, awful. One of the worst teams in the league. You know, Bill Barnwell, Mina Kimes, mm-hmm. Aaron Schatz, all the people I like said we suck. Yep. Not the typical people yeah. that just hate on us. These are, you know, well Right. There's, there's not lacking for who's trolling for clicks. Exactly. Bill Barnwell talking about Redskins, two wins. <laughs> like, damn, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, we might suck. I think we need to, like, entertain the possibility we could be 3-13 and 13 out here. Why not? Cliff, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. If that happens, hey, there's Judy. We're positioning ourselves to draft Jerry Judy. So, <laughs> fuck it. There is a gold mine. But then again, you know what? We would be the team to fuck that up. Hey, Judy McLaurin would be something fierce. Right. Yeah, but then Bruce goes and hires, like, who knows? This nigga, they'll probably go fucking hire Jim Foster. <laughs> I, like, after the yesterday's game, when I just saw them, like, mm-hmm. the game, we were up 7 nothing, but you knew, like, nah, we're about to, we're probably going to lose by double digits. Wheels about to fall off. Yep. That's because we are, we might be a three-win team out here, man. Mm-hmm. So it's time to start entertaining that possibility. <laughs> I thought some of the talent could overcome these situations, man, but clearly it's not because the coaching staff is not helping the situation. And it's just, we're just a few weeks away from this shit really hitting rock bottom. Right. And, you know, going into the year, we were like, after after preseason, we're like, well, at least we're healthy. Yep. Two weeks in, we're not healthy. Yep. It's, uh, it's not even surprising because you think, oh, one year, that's, you know, just bad luck. Two years, okay. They're about to be putting thirty guys in IR again this year, and I already see mm-hmm. it coming. I, I just don't. I don't mm-hmm. know what the deal is. Is it just bad luck? Is it targeting too many injury prone players? Is it a bad medical staff? Is it a combination of all three? It's, I, I, I don't know. Dan don't needs know. to clear out the entire fucking building. But listen, guys, we were signing guys off the street last year. They come in here, blow their ACL out. <laughs> we signed John Cooper. I tore his ACL a week later, man. Sure did. Grand opening, grand closing. So, like, I know people <laughs> in the medical staff, but some of this shit, I'm like, bro, we signed a guy yesterday. He came in here towards ACL. Mm-hmm. Alex Smith got sacked <laughs> and is never going to play football again. Nope. Look, never. It is time to rebrand everything. <laughs> you need to change the colors of your jersey. Something. Something. Dan needs to clean out the entire building. He's done that. He's going to clean himself out, pack his own shit up, too. Well, you know, <laughs> everybody here has the stink on him now. Mm-hmm. It's but, time to get rid of everybody. But we've everybody. done that before. Have we completely done it, though, Cliff? We thought we flushed the system every five years. <laughs> and the virus keeps coming back. Well, you know, it's time to <laughs> change. The virus is the owner. Time to change back <laughs> to the toilet again. Time to flush it all out. Because this Dude, shit is- that story about La Famina and like what happened with that with that part of the organization is a reflection of the fact that you as an organization suck. You yep. suck. There were people in that article saying they dreamed of working in football. Now they never want to work in football. <laughs> 
What, what was that shit that Gruden said on Hard Knocks about nightmares? Oh, shit. Uh, Corey, <laughs> you, you have to remind me on that. I forgot what he said. I, I, I'm in the dreams. I'm in the nightmares. Oh, it's time, it's time to end a few dreams or something like that? Like, <laughs> some, some line like that. I forget that what this org is. Yeah. Dream killers. They will kill your hope. There are going to be people that leave this organization after this year. They're going to just start working. So they might willingly leave for Shit, them. If they're going to leave this organization, it's going to be like, free! <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, like, like I just said, everybody just thinks on them. No coach that leaves here leaves with a better reputation than he had when he started. Not one. Marty, you go back to Spurrier. Was full, I mean, that was a bad project from the get-go, but whatever. Gibbs won. Zorn. Shanahan. Now it's going to be Gruden. Mm-hmm. All these guys were ran out of here, and it was like just an ugly, messy divorce. Oh no! All you know, except for except for Gibbs. You know what's funny? That's how we know Spurrier's a smart man. He said, "Man, fuck <laughs> this! I'm going back to the golf course." Golf course Five and eleven. <laughs> he said, "I'm not doing this bullshit. I'm gonna quit from the golf course. I'm not working here anymore." <laughs> Because remember, Snyder wanted to keep Spurrier. Sure did. Spurrier was like, nah, I've been, this is bullshit. I'm not doing this. Oh, my God. I'm, I'll go coach the fucking Gamecocks. Thank you for listening to the 50 Gut Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or visiting 50gut.com. You can also find us on Overcast. Stitcher, Pocket Cast, or whatever podcasting platform you use. If you like our show and want to support us, please do us a favor and leave us a comment and leave us a rating too. Also make sure to find us on Twitter and Instagram at 50GutBlog. Until next time, I'm Paul Williams, he's Corey Gassaway, and he's Cliff and Guaffin. Thanks for being with us.